Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give it a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's the best way to let other Bravo lovers find out about the show. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of David Yontif. He's the host of the wildly successful podcast Out in the Wild, which is a podcast dedicated to observing real housewives, Bravo liberties, and other pop culture icons in their natural habitat. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited because obviously I listen to the your show. The Bravo podcast. I mean, we're all one big family. Like, that's the one thing I like about about the Bravo podcast world is that I don't feel like there's like a nasty competition. I really feel like everybody is like, come on my show, come on my show, tell me your scoop, tell me this, tell me that. And I like that energy. That's how I feel too. And I feel like, you know, we all do something like a little different, totally. you know, so I feel like, you know, it's all similar, but not really the same. Totally. You know, like at Out in the Wild, we don't, you know, like we're not really like a recap show. It really is finding the Bravo liberties out in the wild and just like, observing them. So I think I have to ask up front, what is just maybe the most ridiculous thing you've seen a Bravo housewife do in the wild? You don't, if you don't want to say their name, maybe you could say city and like a, 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 I mean, a hint. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things that come to mind. I mean, I would say recently I was out and ran into Ramona. I mean, literally just went to my store steakhouse. I, I don't mind giving you specifics. Okay, please. My, I forgot your show is literally all about specifics. We went to get specifics. <laughs> I mean, you know, unless something's really confidential, like in the people I'm friends with. So, I mean, we went to my store steakhouse on 52nd and literally sat down to have a drink at the bar. And I mean, no exaggeration, seated next to us. Well, first of all, we were standing at the bar because there was one empty seat. And literally next to us was Ramona. So, I mean, first of all, I was about to sit down. And she, I mean, I've met, she knows who I am. There's no pleasantries, though. I'm like about to sit down. She's like, this seat is taken and puts her stuff on the seat. <laughs> it's kind of like, is it really taken or is it not? Okay, fine. That's whatever. And then, I mean, there's there's no hello. Hi, how are you? No. And then she's like, have some French fries. This is all within 30 So Yeah, and like pushes the French fries over and then I'm eating them. And then, you know, because when Ramona Singer offers you French fries, you don't say no. Oh, yeah. You but like drop no, your like, diet. Doesn't how matter. Are you? you look no. familiar. I think I know you. It's literally like as if I'm a stranger. It pushes the French fries. And then she decides I've maybe had enough after like three or four. She's like, that's enough. And pulls them back away from me. 
And that was that. And then, yeah, a guy eventually came to sit in the seat, but that yeah. was like, yeah. A and, date. Well, she was with a girlfriend too, but then like the mm. guy was there, never had a drink and just left. So <laughs> they had some exchange and then she was like, basically like told her girlfriend, like the, the guy, I mean, Miss Ramona is out looking for a man. She was like, the scene here is not great. And they were leaving to go to 21 Club. So then there were two seats available. But all of this happened within like 12 to 13 minutes. It's like nice, nice seeing you too, Ramana. It's kind of amazing how New York City can kind of like bring those little moments into your life like so randomly. And you obviously seek out a lot of these people in the events that they're at. So seeing them in the wild is a little bit different in that context when you know where they're going to be. But yeah, when you're like sitting at a bar at Mastro's and you're like, right. oh my God, there's right. the singer singer. So I think, the flesh. Like, right, the singer singer. And so I think. I think like that's the thing about our podcast. Like we seek out these experiences by going to events. I think that's like one aspect of it. Another aspect of it is you really do run into these people like Ramona at Maestro's. That's just an example. You know, there's like a lot of others. And then I think the third is like, I mean, I do have varying degrees of like friendships, mostly with the New Jersey girls, but some New York. So I feel like I get to go to a lot of things with the people I'm more friendly with. So mm-hmm. that kind of just gives me access and then there are other housewives. Like, for instance, at BravoCon, I ran into some of the New Jersey girls, and they're like, well, you're going to hang with us now. And, like, then I was backstage, and I'm like, oh, yeah, well, now I'm going to, like, listen to, like, everything that's going on. And it wasn't yeah. just New Jersey backstage. Like, Dallas was backstage, and I'm like, oh. I'm like, does anyone know I have a podcast? Like, I'm just sitting here, and, like, I'm going to be talking about every single thing I'm hearing. And, like, you're just – so, like texting a friend, <laughs> but I'm really texting myself every single thing yeah. I'm hearing. So, so how do you like different things. pick and choose what you are willing to talk about and what you're not? Like, especially with the people who you're friends with. Like, you see a lot, I'm assuming, that's maybe going to be filmed on the show. Like, how do you kind of draw that line? That's a good question. You know, it's weird. It's it's That is kind of like the million-dollar question, you know, because a lot of people ask me, like, how do you go out at night when you're out with, like, a friend? Like, just say, like, a Dolores or a Margaret. I'm just using them as an example. And, like, they know what you do for a living, and they know this is possibly going to be on the show. It's somehow you just get away with it. You know, and, like, listen, like, there's a lot of times, like, I went to a benefit with, like, Margaret and Dolores, like, a few weeks ago, and, like, we were in the car, and Margaret was like, you know, this doesn't leave this car. And there's literally, like, seven people in the car, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't not in agreement. Yeah. I was just – just zoning out. And Margaret, like from the front, I was all the way in the back. She's like, David, David, I'm talking to you. This doesn't leave the car. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, of course. So it's like, I feel like they trust me and I, you just use judgment. Yeah, of course. Like there's definitely things where I'm like, okay, I can't repeat this. Like whether it's on the show or not, like it's so scandalous. Like, and this would obviously be coming from me if I was going to say something, but somehow it just all works out. There's always enough juice and meat in like you know, like you yeah. go like to a benefit with one of the housewives. Like there's a lot by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, you'll get something good yeah, to, exactly. to talk about. Exactly. So you were saying before, and I see all over Instagram that you're friends with Marge Senior. Are you one of the new friends that she met when she took the bookkeeping job in Manhattan? Or are you this new crew that she's been hanging out with? <laughs> well, it's so funny because yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot, there's so much to say. I actually yes. I mean, I know the two people that of the company that she works at. It happens to be right near where I live and their main bar where they go to drink like at least once a week is directly across from my apartment. <laughs> this is how the whole thing started because Mart Senior was going there and I was like, do you realize like the bar that you're going 
to with your like gay friends that you work with is like I'm literally like staring out my window at the bar. <laughs> so she's like, well, then why don't you just come over every time we're there? And I'm like, well, you know, like I'm not one to just. So this is how her and I became close. I just started going like once a week and then, you know, like things <laughs> snowball and then you just, we became friends. Like we were in the Hamptons together a lot, but it, it's that same crew that we <laughs> you were You outlet head. shop together. Yeah, exactly. We go outlet shopping together. So <laughs> Mart Senior is truly in the city. Like she, she has a real job. It's kind of inspiring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I, I wouldn't be doing it. Like she drives her car, parks it, gets on the ferry, takes the ferry. Yeah. Drives her car onto a ferry? No, 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 like parks oh, her car okay. at the I was ferry, like, but then like wait, wait, wait. takes a ferry in, then gets in a cab or a bus or I don't know how she gets to the office, but goes from, it's like, I'm like, what? <laughs> she's an inspiration. And she's 73. So, I mean, that's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it makes me feel really lazy. Now I'm like complaining about like my one subway ride, like no transfers from my office to my apartment. And I'm like. <laughs> Serious. I'm like. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'll meet you at this bar that you go to because it's literally across the street from my house. Yeah. Like that works to me. You know, it's such a New York thing, but, like, we get so set in our little areas. Yeah, especially, like, anytime I've, like, dated guys where, like, I live on the Upper East Side and they're in Brooklyn, I'm like, this is a long-distance relationship for me. Like, there's a distance that, like, I think we can't be together. Seriously. We can't be together. I can't be on the train for an hour and 25 minutes to get to your house in Bed-Stuy. I, re- I refuse. And I'm one of those snobs, too, about, like, I feel I feel in New York there's, like, this unwritten rule of what area trumps what area. Like, New York, like Upper East Side dates Brooklyn. Like, Brooklyn needs to sleep at Upper East Side's <laughs> yeah, house. I would not That's disagree. Just, it's not like we need to have a discussion. That is just how it is. Like, <laughs> I live in Chelsea. Upper East Side and Chelsea, Upper East Side sleeps in Chelsea. Yeah, I was going to say Upper East Side goes to Chelsea just, just because of also like convenience yeah. to jobs and whatnot. Yeah. But I did date a guy who lived in Williamsburg and I was living in Astoria. So I would always stay in his Williamsburg yeah. apartment because I'm like that the L train sense. right into my office on yeah. 14th Street. I'm like, this is perfect. Williamsburg trumps the story. Like <laughs> yeah. this, this all, see, you understand. Not everyone always agrees nah. with me. I'm like, <laughs> you know, then you have like some conundrums like you know Gramercy and Flatiron like that that could go either way yeah, and granted go. they're close by but yeah you could then you could like Gramercy. mix it up yeah <laughs> really I I think I would take Flatiron for that one okay we could agree to disagree yeah, on that one let's like agree to disagree well this is a perfect segue into the Real Housewives of New York star Tinsley Mortimer's big news she is finally engaged to boyfriend Scott Cluth so the coupon king has finally made Tinsley a queen I mean I I, I don't know what to say I don't know. Well, first, let me just say, as I do state, so I have very weird tastes. Like I talk, I don't know, like, you know, if you listen to all of our episodes and out in the wild, but Tinsley is probably at this moment. Well, New York is really hard, like to have a favorite because it's the gift. (laughs) But I am a huge Tinsley fan. I I love Tinsley. I love everything about her. I am too. I think she's a great uh, addition to the show because she brings a little bit of levity, a little bit of like old money South kind of vibes that the show doesn't really have. More money than most. See, I yeah, think, yeah. you know, like true money. Like I think Sinsley is one of the wealthiest ones on New York. Totally. I want Dale and Patricia from Southern Charm to do kind of like a charm school type of show where they're somehow doling out Southern advice to hopeless women. That would be amazing. <laughs> Dale and Patricia need it. Dale needs a show anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the three moms that are classic are like Marge Senior, Dale, oh, yeah. and Mama D. Those that's like the trifecta. I mean, I'm, I'm get open him a to, web show. Yeah, <laughs> well, they, you can produce it. You know, Marge. Seriously. It's the first step. 
she would do it. Trust me. <laughs> I definitely have a feeling. And she maybe would I do could it. be the host. Huh? This is a good. Uh, just, yeah. Damn it. Okay. Well, can yeah. I be your co-host? Damn it. Yes. Yes. You could be. This is okay. Let's let's discuss this after. <laughs> but so, Tinsley, oh. I mean, I don't know. Like, what do you think of all this? I mean, I think after she got booed on stage at the Watch What Happens Live event at. BravoCon, yes. I think Scott was probably like, oh, oh, like told his assistant, like, run out, buy a ring, buy a ring, because she is, this is not good. That is not good. And apparently, so I wasn't in the New York panel, because BravoCon was like Sophie's Choice time yeah. on acid. <laughs> but whatever, I think during the New York panel, I don't know what was happening, but I went for a picture. I think I was getting a picture with the Trace Amigas. So it was Oof. either, listen, I would have loved to have attended the New York panel, but you need a picture with the Trace Amigas. But <laughs> ap- apparently someone said that she was booed during the Roni panel also. So that boo at, at Watch What Happens apparently happened earlier in the oh, day. double boo. Yeah. So I think maybe Scott is like, let me get my shit together. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So he is didn't- Tinsley going to leave the show? I think maybe. I mean, probably. I think at this point she must she probably do this season. Yeah, I doubt she'll care. So it happened this week in Chicago. So they were outside of the apartment and they were walking past the Chicago water tower and they saw these group of carolers singing Christina Perry's A Thousand Years, which is quote unquote their song. And so it took Tinsley a few seconds to realize what was happening. Scott down got down on his knee and then proposed. It was pretty cute and romantic for like it's not a bad. proposal. It's, and it was so funny. She's like is clearly in Chicago because she's wearing a jacket, like a down jacket that goes all the way down to her ankles. Oh my God. <laughs> like Listen, I mean, I just hope for her sake that he is a good guy and is really into her. Yeah. I don't I don't really know. I feel like we don't know much about him. She did no. meet him on the show. So he has always known what she was bringing to the table. Yeah. Like he always knew that this was her. And he was pretty smitten with her immediately. And it probably took a little bit of growing pains while she was on the show. And he had to start realizing like, oh, like, yeah, it's not just like going on a date with this one girl. Now, like, my life is going to kind of be dis- dissected on TV. And like, my relationship is going to be talked about on TV. So that probably yeah. took a little bit of growing pains in the beginning for them to like figure out that I think so kind of part of the relationship and then I guess at this point maybe they just want the same things whatever that may be and maybe they'll split their time but I feel I feel but this is why I love Tinsley like I feel Tinsley doesn't she want Tinsley wants to get married and she doesn't care about fame which really makes me love her Mm -hmm. even more because she's just like she doesn't care about like being you know what I mean like she's not there for the like she's almost like yeah. not there for the wrong reasons. I would agree cuz even she came on the show and she was like completely down and out after that whole psycho thing with the ex and the like mugshot and then she like was living in Sonia's like decrepit Grey Gardens apartment. Yeah. And so she like was not doing well and then like no. slowly kind of built herself up, was able to get, you know, a penthouse in a gorgeous hotel. Yes. <laughs> Must be nice. And then ended up meeting Scott on TV like through Carol who was a quote-unquote friend of hers. Yeah. And you know, maybe she did get what she wanted out of all of this, which is what she always wanted, which is just I a husband. So. Like, who knows if she wants kids? And, you know, she has obviously the frozen eggs somewhere in the world. And but she's like, <laughs> the right, what is she, like late 30s? I think I she's think. in her 40s. Let's is she? Since Mortimer. Yeah, I mean, I know she's on the younger side for she's the role. She's 44. Oh, wow. She's yeah. keeping it together. She does look beautiful. Yeah. I, I think she's, I mean, I'm just, I'm obsessed with her. 
Get a girl. Well, yeah, I'm happy for her. Me too. Well, speaking of other newlyweds, Jax and Brittany from Vanderpump Rules came out with their e-online gift guide this year. So I just had to talk about this because this is so quintessential Jax and Brittany. So a few little call-outs from this <laughs> list, yes. which technically wasn't a branded list. I tried to see where it was going to say sponsored on it. The first item is a Bath & Body Works pumpkin pecan waffles candle. That gives me a cavity, like just thinking about walking into that sweet ass apartment. Can I tell you though? So this is my, like, listen, you know, like I walked in, you saw my Gucci bag. You're like, oh my God. You're, you know, I was like, I'm a fancy girl. I have a whole other side. Uh-oh. I'm like, I, Bath and Body Works candles. I, I'm obsessed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jaw you know, on the floor. I know. Listen, I love the diptyque <laughs> and everything, but listen, the $9.99 to $12.99. Now listen, <laughs> guys, if you get them in January, they're like basically half off. I literally buy like 24 candles in January every year. <laughs> you pick out your flavors and the flavors are so good. Like mint chocolate chip, like twisted oh. pepper. No, they're not. Twisted pepper. Oh, t- the twisted peppermint is the best. Ew. Oh, no, no, no. Oh my it's, God. It smells like a candy cane. It's so good. Oh my god, that's okay. It's so not for then you. you can maybe so buy um, later and- on the list the Bath and Body Works Vanilla Bean Noel Fine Fragrance Mist, which just looked like a thing of like a can of uh, what's it called, like deodorant or something. No, it, it, that, oh, that's god. a good one too. <laughs> but I agree, some of these are a little bit strange. So there's jewelry from Kyle Chan, who everybody knows is like the Vanderpump Rules sponsored jeweler. Yes. Like, oh yeah, we're going to be buying diamonds. Skincare from Dr. Lakey, who has pr- done all of Jax's 30 nose jobs yes. and Brittany's boobs, I believe. Yes, I believe as well. <laughs> so that's interesting. I don't understand hockey tickets. Like Jax is into hockey. Like since when? Oh, Jax has always been a hockey. I think he oh, was really? like a high school hockey player. I oh. think like he's one of those people who's like, if I didn't hurt my leg in junior year, I would have gone pro. Like one of those. Interesting. Like, he's still saying that at bars and he's 40. Oh, God. <laughs> and then there's Britney's shoe dazzle boot collection so this is basically just one big advertisement for them i was surprised there was no mamaw's beer cheese yet like where is the beer cheese well there's also no james may t-shirts like (laughs) do you know Kristen's my favorite on the whole damn show yeah i mean she's definitely carried the storyline for like all of the early seasons she's representing us single people really well (laughs) Well, and i mean that very seriously like i told that that's what i told her at bravacon i'm like you are the voice of the single people at this point. She loved it. I mean, well, supposedly someone saw her kissing Carl from Summer House at really? some like after party at BravoCon or like oh. some bar after. I yeah, I could see that. They're both tall and yeah. attractive. Yeah, interesting. It's a weird mix. Yeah, that it's it's weird. It's not going to last. But oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, he already made out with Sheena, so why not make out with Kristen? Oh yeah, he's just checking off the girls on the cast boxes. Seriously. Uh, and no chunky sweaters, which I was disappointed by. I feel like they could have like made this like more Vanderpump Rules and funny, and I feel like I would have bought a chunky sweater from this list but rather than like Brittany Cartwright's diff eyewear collection. <laughs> I would agree. They should have made it more fun. I I I I would agree with that. <laughs> well, their boss, Lisa Vanderpump, has been uh, saying again and again and again that a new spinoff is potentially coming around for. Vanderpump Dogs, and then last week it was about a OG Vanderpump Rules thing where it was like the older cast members have their own show, which I think is inevitable at this point. I mean, so I think, I mean, I could be wrong. I think the new 
I think the new show is almost like two shows in one, like the yeah. the new season. I think it's like the old people see, but I, first of all, I love that. And I love that idea. Like I, like I've always talked about this on our podcast out in the wild, not that I'm plugging it, <laughs> but we do say this, like I had a problem like with the Kardashians, like which if any, I mean, I still live for keeping up with the Kardashians. It's, I don't watch anymore. Oh, however, I, I, 17 <laughs> years later, it's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. But, um, like, it was strange after, like, five seasons when, you know, like, they're just pretending, like, they're they're living and they're struggling. I like now when, like, Kim walks down the street and there's 8,000 paparazzi. Yeah. Like, so I kind of like that breaking of the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. So I think two shows would be great because, like, show, like, you know, Stasi is making a gazillion dollars now that her books in this podcast tour and, like, they're all buying houses. Kristen's buying a house or Kristen mm-hmm. bought a house. Stasi, sorry, Stasi and Bo are now buying a house. Like, so I like, yeah, I mean, they're not, they don't work there. So they can't pretend to work mm-hmm. there anymore. And I like the fact that this new crew works there. Now, I think they probably answered an ad to work there. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, and I think hopefully Lisa has her same magic touch. I mean, she found James and Lala and all these other people. So yeah, she I think, still's got it in her. <laughs> I, I think two shows is brilliant. The thing about Vanderpump Dogs, it also is kind of brilliant, but here's my thing. I don't like the Johns. I don't like Sessa or... They're shady. They're shady. And they want to be on television, and it's very clear. 100%. They're thirsty bitches, and they want to be on TV. So I think, like, taking Vanderpump Rules and now doing Vanderpump Dogs itself is brilliant, Mm -hmm. but not with the Johns, and they would have to be on it. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. And I think, like, that is what they tried to do on Beverly Hills last year where they really were showcasing them, really showcasing Vanderpump Dogs, like maybe kind of like test the waters on how the viewers thought about them. And if anything, we were like, uh, get these guys the fuck yeah. off our screen. Like they're shady. They're also like the whole entire situation with like Teddy texting one of the guys working there. Like even that is bad blood. Like yeah. if Lisa Vanderpump is your boss, you shouldn't be It's weird. Like going behind her back yeah. and texting her friend. And I don't know. I, I just it's a little I, shady. I think they were shady and they were playing both sides and they definitely were screwing Teddy over where Teddy was like, he was my friend. Like, I don't know. He's Is anyone friend. though, does anyone love Teddy? No, 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 no. She's, I mean, she's boring. She's very boring. And I mean like IRL as well as on TV. Oh, you've met her in yeah. person? Like she's nice. Nice. I, I don't know what else to say. Well, yeah. I mean, the most interesting about her is John Mellencamp. And like, yeah. bring him on the show. Bring, bring Meg Ryan on the, on the show. That's what we need as the viewers. That, like, would, that be, would really make us like. That would cute. be epic. Go to like Hilton Head where she grew up, and like hang out at the mansion that she grew up in with him. That would be good. And I have to say, I love Teddy's house. Like that house. Oh, yeah, that's it's nice modern house. on the wall. Like yeah. that, just as far as the houses go. I mean, it's not Villa Blanca. Or it's not or <laughs> yeah. whatever Villa Rosa, whatever Lisa's house is called, but. I think it's one of the better houses. Yeah. I mean, so many people on Bravo have great houses. And I saw this on Facebook today. People were saying how they think Moore Manor from Kenya Moore's house on the Real Housewives yeah. of Atlanta has like the most beautiful house. And I would really? maybe, I think that I would kind of agree. It's like in the woods. It has like that wood and like modern with the glass. I don't know. I really like you it. You like it. Yeah. I think I like, I like Vanderpump's. Yeah, house. I mean, but that's like a... I think that's my, I think that's my favorite house. I'm trying to Listen, think. the moat, when you walk over a moat <laughs> to get 
in and then there's swans and you name your house. Like if I ever have a house, it's going to be like that. And I'm going to, I'm going to name my house. Like I'm all about that. <laughs> I, mean, I have to revisit Kenya's. You can't throw shade at Sonia Morgan's brownstone. Like as much as it, again, it's like classic. I said earlier is a gray gardens mess right now. It's like a classic, beautiful, perfect brownstone. And she has upper like that East. old school decor of like an old upper East side lady, even though she was probably like 35 living in this yes. home that looks, I guess, yeah, she was married to a more, Morgan. So yeah, like, like a, the Morgan family. None of the New York apartments are really great. Bethany's was. So that one in Tribeca was great. Well, I think I met someone recently who said they knew the person who just moved into it. And oh, I'm like, really? damn, huh. like, is he single? Like, yeah, that's a nice one. <laughs> it's a really nice one. But in Jason's, because I was in Barnes and see, here you go. Here's an out in the wild story. Just I went to an Alyssa Milano book signing. Yes, Alyssa Milano, Charmed, who's the boss, whatever. <laughs> and it was in Tribeca at the Barnes & Noble. And love that. Tri- I love It's a good Tribeca. Tribeca, Barnes & Noble. And it was in my good. seat, and I had to go to the bathroom because the book signing didn't start. And there's just this man standing there, and he sends a little girl into the women's room and is waiting for her, and it's fucking Jason Hoppy. Hello, out in the wild, Jason Hoppy. Wow. And oh yeah, I'm like Alyssa. Who? Like I've got, I've got (laughs) something. I yeah, I'll get my book signed later because now I got a whole big thing here. And like Bryn came out, and she needed to like rewash her hands. He seemed to be a good father. But listen, so at Out in the Wild podcast, it's all like part of the genesis of our podcast is like the picture. I always want the picture. Yeah, no, I, I was afraid. Yeah, I and feel I like never you would take afraid. your phone and like smash it on the ground. He looked at me like, okay, you're obviously gay, which means you obviously know who I am because <laughs> yeah. I don't know what gay man in New York doesn't watch The Real Housewives yeah. of New York. And he just looked at, I just got a vibe of like, if you come near me. I mean, what was I going to say? I'm a huge fan. Like a fan of what? Yeah, I'm a huge fan of how you gaslit your ex-wife and ruined uh, the past six years of her life. Huge fan. But let me tell you, I literally don't, I was like, I had to like sit on my hands to not, like I had to like tape my mouth shut to not, because I wanted a picture so bad with Jason. Now a picture with Jason and Brynn, I would have just passed out and died. I mean, get Brynn in a shot? That's that's insane. Yeah, my cousin is, uh, goes to the school, goes to school with Brynn. So I've like seen them kind of like at school events and I'm like, I have to like look at myself in the mirror before I go in and I'm like, be cool. Like and Bethany's don't. there too. Oh yeah. Oh wow. It's opposite sides of the room, of course. Oh wow. But that's a good my one. own little <laughs> out in the wild. Yeah, that's <laughs> when you gotta just open your phone, put it on like you know, like put it on as dark as possible, yeah. and just start videoing. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I do. I make it as dark as possible. Like I'm not doing anything, and then just record the whole damn thing. Interesting. Pro tip. Pro tip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just that's that's what I do. Oh my god. Well, Sorry. moving on to New Jersey news, Teresa Giudice and Joe Giudice have reunited in Italy a couple weeks ago, and most recently, they have been now flirting aggressively on Instagram. I know. Calling her a sexy bitch on one photo. One was, he said, good looking baby, and the other one says, that's a hot pick, tree. <laughs> oh, that's a hot pick, too. So I wonder if they, if sparks flew between them when they were in Italy. What do you know from having a well, New Jersey, uh, some good intel? I mean, I do have the New Jersey connection. That is my inner circle. You know, believe it or not, I don't. And I'm just trying to think. Like, it's not even like I'm. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm trying to not say what I know. I really don't know so much about what happened in Italy. How's that for a very politically... Like, I'm thinking of my words very wisely. Like, I don't know that much about what happened in Italy. Yes, that is a true statement. Well, she has been going around on different, um, like, news sources saying, like, she's probably not going to Italy until the summer. So, you know, that's eight months away. So maybe this is just kind of like an online flirting thing. Maybe they're kind of, like, testing it out to see if it'll work. I mean, I just, listen, I think also Instagram came far. Like, Joe was away for, what, like four years? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know, I mean, like, we had, like, listen, I have all, I don't have a good sense of track of time. Like, Instagram was around four years ago, but it's it's come a long way. Yeah. So, like, is Joe, that's what I took away from this. Like, is Joe just getting his, like, bearings on how to, like, (laughs) like a photo? That's what I took from this. And, like, now he's commenting, like... I don't know. Can you picture Joe Dudite like in Italy, like sitting there on Instagram? That yeah. I, I find that funny. <laughs> well, the other day he posted a selfie of himself at the gym and just wrote leg day. I saw. And it was just like him on like a machine. I'm like, God, he he's the influencer we didn't know we needed. I mean, like, yeah, like did he – I mean, I don't remember him having a presence on Instagram four years ago. No, definitely not. And also like he was going through so much. I feel like the last thing yeah. he was thinking when he was like about to go to jail for four years was like, hmm, like right, let me what am I going to post? And now he's got only uh, free time. So, of course, he's like, yeah, I'm going to So that's like five start. or six years. So like I think, I think this is his first – I think Joe is learning Instagram. That's, that Joe's learning I, Instagram. Yeah, that's like what I took away from all of this. Like I think he's like a baby Instagrammer just learning his learning his ropes. <laughs> well, Teresa also said at BravoCon last weekend that the worst thing that happened on the show was Kathy and Melissa and Joe coming onto the show and kind of ambushing her, which I thought was kind of crazy considering all that has happened on the show. Yes. Yes. I mean, listen, I know, I mean, like, Melissa, she's really, it's true. Like, Melissa did go through casting without telling Teresa. Which is insane. You would it's think, shocking. like, Teresa was the, still is the queen of the show, realistically. Yeah. But, like, even back then, like, after the table flip, like, she put it on the map. Like, in a different way that than all the other women did. Obviously, Caroline, you know, held her own in her own way. But for her to go behind her back is so shady. 
Yeah, I mean, like, you know, because let's just face it, you don't just get on this show. Like, for anyone that doesn't realize that, you know, Mm -hmm. you need to talk to somebody on the phone sometimes. I mean, like, Melissa, I'm assuming, had, like, you know, New Jersey. the the New Jersey scene, let me tell you, is really small. Like, everyone really does know everyone. But still, I don't think she had to type up some online application. But eventually you do. But, like, you have to talk on the phone, Skype, go in person. Like, this isn't like you want to go on The Housewives and you're perfect and you're Mm -hmm. related to Teresa and you're there. So it's at least like a three, four month process before your cast, there's like a gazillion rounds. So like, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I, you know, I was yeah, going to tell me. you this. Yeah. So what were you doing for like six months? Like, how could you not have mentioned that you were heavily in the mix? I assume like you thought she would have put the kibosh on it oh, and true. she could have said, right, yeah. like her, me. And at <laughs> yeah. that point they would have said you and that would have been, so it's, I mean, I understand why Teresa is mad and kind of like, go you, Melissa. Like, I understand why you didn't. Like, I, I really understand both mm-hmm. sides of it. Yeah, I do too. And then I saw that she was talking about the sprinkle cookie debate and how the sprinkle cookies actually got Melissa on the show because after Teresa threw out the cookies, <laughs> she wrote this whole big thing on Facebook talking about how Teresa is ungrateful and an asshole. And supposedly that got Bravo's attention and they started to reach out. But again, uh, who from Bravo is following Teresa's sister-in-law? Right. Mm. It's strange. It's strange. Very it's strange. interesting. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Listen, Melissa's there now, so it just is what it is. It's kind of like, again, like, I hate to keep going back to the Kardashians, but like a recent interview with, like, Kim, who is not my favorite Kardashian. I know, it's scandalous. Wow. Yeah, my favorite. She's fa- my second favorite. My favorite, really, from the whole damn show is Lord Disick. Scott Disick is, <gasps> He's is so a god. He's so great. He's a god. And second is Chloe Money. Like, it's wow. just that. Yeah. Yeah. I that's used my to order. be a huge Chloe fan. You lost. And now I lost it. Who after. do you love the best? Courtney? Kylie. Well, really? Uh, oh, yeah. Queen Kylie. King Kylie. Sorry. Sorry. She's, she's down on my list. Wow. Yeah. Lord Disick is my absolute favorite. Well, in the beginning, I, it, it, it was like a lot of ebbs and flows with him. Like, I really, really loved him. Then I really hated him. And now I'm back to really enjoying him because I think he's a good dad. He's deeply, deeply troubled. And I think it's interesting how we've seen that play out so candidly on screen where all the other women, like, you don't even touch into, like, their psyche. Like, you don't touch into any of, like, the real things that are going on with any of their Kardashians because it's, like, ironclad. We're producers. We're not letting anything slip through. Chris is uh, no joke. But, Scott, they're like, we will hang you out to dry for ratings. Like, don't ever think we, like, will ever not. Pretty uh, much expose you for everything. And Scott's just like, you know what? Just give me the damn paycheck. I don't care. It's like, I got a spinoff. Yeah. Like Disick. Have you ever seen the spinoff? Oh, are, you don't understand. Like, obsessed. Uh. <laughs> obsessed. But I also love real estate, too. Like, flip it like Disick. And then we have freaking Sophia Richie on that. Like, are you kidding me? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't know that she was involved. Oh, okay. Well, that changes it. Because on, I love, yeah, like a weird age difference. Yeah. She's on... Listen, Chris, Chris will do anything for a hit on her hands. Sophia's like in the show. Yeah. That's and like you have a Josh Altman from Million Dollar Listing LA pop in. Huh. You know, it's really funny because like you know how on Million Dollar Listing LA, that whole entourage house, like I don't know if you watch that show, like yeah. on Bravo, like that entourage was like with Altman. That was Scott. Like he was involved in it. So like you're seeing the same story, but like on the other side of huh. it. Yeah. No, flip it like Disick. Now, I think goes home and from every what episode. I, I'm not sure of this. I need to check into it. At least in the beginning, the ratings were very bad. So you might need to go watch <laughs> it because you may never see it again. <laughs> but it was good. And you know how I also love 
I mean, this is maybe an unpopular opinion. I love the food god. I love Jonathan Chabon. Formally, oh, there's really there's bad. no more. That's he he really changed his bad. name to the food god. He is the worst human being on television. When he's come to New York out in the wilds, I, I was out. I tracked him down. I was like, you're going to be on Good Day New York. Well, guess what? I'm going to show up at Good Day New York and we're going to have a moment and have a picture. Yeah. Well, I met him at like one event and he was quite pleasant, but... I, I just find him to be completely most, repulsive, but he knows where the bodies do. are buried. Like oh, he, he knows. knows Kim's deepest, deepest, darkest secrets. And that's what I want him to write a tell all about. And he, I don't know how, when you saw him, but he is blinged out every time <sighs> I saw it. Like the Kardashians, like, you know, sometimes they go understated. Yeah. He is just, he has this like 50 cent style, huge chain with a multicolor. That's a whopper representing <laughs> the food god. It's like, he wears a huge whopper around his neck. I, I'm like obsessed. He's I'm so gaudy. That is so gaudy. I'm I could never. Obsessed. I'm obsessed. Oh, God. So bad. Well, another thing that we can watch is Caroline Manzo's new cooking show. This came out today. So it's Watch really? What's I Cooking. I don't even know about that. Yeah, I didn't see it yet. So it came out today, and it's a show with – it's not an outline. I just saw it like an hour ago wow. before. She's co-hosting this with her brother, Jamie, and she chose to do it on YouTube, not through like Bravo TV or anything, because she wanted to be able to control the message and work by her her own rules. This will allow her to interact with fans in the way she's never done before. And she's excited to keep us excited about what she's cooking. Interesting. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I think I might pass on that one. Well, are you not a Caroline Manzo stan? Um, I have so many mixed feelings about Caroline. I feel I feel this about a lot of the housewives. I feel when you have a spinoff, is it ever really good? I personally didn't love Tardy for the Party. Didn't love... I've watched... Tardy for the Party. I mean, mind you, I watch all these shows. I mean, I watched Manzo with Charlton. It wasn't great. What's great <laughs> is Caroline is coming for Teresa and Melissa, and I think she would be great friends with Margaret and I think she would take Jennifer Aiden to the cleaners and be like you're the dumbest girl I ever met and I think she would love Jackie and yeah. let me tell you you know what happens if Carolyn comes back you know who's really fucked Dolores because Dolores is very good friends with Carolyn and very good friends yeah, with yeah, Teresa yeah. so it's gonna put Dolores in a like you gotta choose you gotta choose here and oh you, get Caroline and back you, you don't, just sold you me. don't love to choose Dolores I love you <laughs> Yeah, fuck, but, fuck this cooking show. We need her back on uh, Jersey. So, I mean, it has to be a million or more. She, I mean, she's very vocal about it. She's yeah. like, you need, even at BravoCon during the OG panel, she was like, Andy was like, we understand we have to back up a, drum, a dump truck. I mean, this was said in front of everyone. She's like, you have to back up a dump truck. She's like, I have a great life. I don't fight. I don't have any angst. And I mean, I'm not really and interested in coming back fame. and give me a ton of money. And I will. Yeah. But I think my gut is it has to be like 1.5 million. That's, I'm pretty sure what she would need from my, 1.5. from my I mean, source. Hey. Listen, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> but that's my understanding. Damn. I say give it to her. Like they give the girls give in Atlanta so much money and some seasons they really flop Seriously. where Caroline like doesn't really flop. Give it to her. I think it would be so interesting. Huh. There's nothing that would make this show more interesting. Like, the thing is, you know, this is, we talk about this on Out in the Wild too. Like, you don't want to see someone new come for Teresa. The viewers feel bad for Teresa. Teresa's yeah. been through a lot. Her life is basically like In destroyed. Shambles, yeah. Right. I mean, she's doing a great job to keep it up. She works like a dog, but like, she's doing what she has to for her children. But, you know, you don't want to see like a Jackie come for Teresa. You don't want to see like a Jennifer come. I mean, she would never, but you want to see a Carolyn come for Teresa. 
Yeah. It has to be Carolyn. No one, you don't want to see anyone else challenge Teresa. You'd actually, you're never going to take someone else's side. Mm-hmm. It will always be Teresa's side. But Carolyn, that's, I don't know. That's going to be, people love Carolyn and they love Teresa. It would be epic. <sighs> Listen, that Battle is. Royale. <laughs> right. That's what, look at, you're getting chills. In I your, know. Like, I'm really thinking. You're I'm like, like so enthralled in what I'm saying. Oh my God. You're not wrong though. <laughs> so that's my advice. Yeah. All right. I'm like, yeah. I got to rethink everything. I'm but if you want to watch the cooking show, you can text me and tell me how it is. Yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. L- l- let me know. Uh-huh. So moving on to news coming out of Atlanta, we touched on it on the last episode that Candy and husband Todd Tucker welcome their new baby named Blaze this upcoming, this past Friday. And I'm just really happy for her. And I think it's been fun to kind of watch Candy and Todd go through this whole surrogacy on the show. But it is definitely interesting to see how Todd kind of, like, talks down to her about this, where he would speak to her like, oh, you don't know the rules of being a surrogate? You need to Google that. And she's like, dude, I've never done this. You've never done this. How the hell am I supposed to know the rules or how to, like, navigate this whole situation? But I'm just glad they have, like, a happy, healthy baby. And she's the best. I mean, she's not my favorite favorite from Atlanta. I've met her. I mean, I think I love Portia, I love Cynthia Bailey, and I am so fucking happy Kenya's back. Okay, good. That's my, and I, once again, say this all the time and out in the wild, I truly feel Nini is the most overrated housewife in Housewives history. That's my honest honest opinion. I don't really understand the phenomenon that is Nini Leaks. And now she's definitely come back in, not this week, but the week before, like with the whole like cancer thing, like her and Greg starting the show with the cancer PSA. I was like, this is really, uh, this is Bravo really trying to get Nini back in everybody's good graces and show her in like a positive light. Because people are over it. I feel like the viewers are kind of over Nini. Well, I just think the show is now evolving. Like everybody's pregnant. Everybody's kind of in that part of their lives. And it's just... It's just I feel like the show is moving in a direction and Nini is like staying completely stagnant. And listen, if Roni is going on without Bethany, and it is, I think it's going to be great. I, I don't have a single yeah. fear in my heart that Listen, <laughs> Luann, Sonia, and Ramona can carry that show. I mean, everyone else is welcome. I'm excited for Leah. But like, you just need those three. It's like amazing. So I think, you know, Atlanta, if Nini, if Nini is going to go or whatever, it, it'll go on just fine. Yeah, I, I feel I don't really think we need her, but we do have updates from Portia, who said recently at BravoCon that she's now wanting to have her marriage to Dennis televised. Which I think this is like another kind of Tinsley situation where we look back and it's like, should you do this? What does she think she's Stassi? Yeah. <laughs> Because Stassi's is going to be televised. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But again, like I was saying... Um, like I televised, think, like as part... I mean, Stassi's is going to be televised as part of... Well, I don't... I think I, spinoff. Yeah, maybe. Or like, well, like Tamara Judge got like a three-part yeah. wedding special. If Tamara can get one and, and Stassi got, can't... Portia's having a baby. Yeah, exactly. But so does Portia want it filmed like a separate thing or she wants like this will be a storyline? Well, I think at this point because it's so huh. tumultuous people might really tune in to the wedding special, which, like, she might subconsciously know that. I love Portia. And think, like, oh, this is why I'm going to to try to have this on television. Yeah. But in a way, I feel like everything is so sacred already, and things can easily break at any moment. He cheated on you when you were pregnant. Like, 
If he's willing to do that, he's willing to do so much worse. Portia needs to just run. <laughs> I would say run. And it was so hard to watch her be so clearly depressed and her saying, yeah. like, I'd go upstairs and try to change my clothing. And then it'd be three hours later and I still didn't change my clothing. Like, those are just, like, textbook signs of, like, going through, like, a deep depression. And to think, like, you're watching this back and you're like, yes, I it's want shocking. to marry him. Yeah, it's, he, I will forgive him because I'm a good Catholic woman. It's like, uh, no, you've got to drop your morals at some point. And it's just like as a viewer, we watch and we're like, you know, here I am, like telling you to bring Carolyn back and so on and casting. But like, I think we're like relationship experts too. Like, you can go down and be like, let me tell you like the five marriages that will last forever, mm-hmm. and here they are. You know, or I'm not I'm saying there's definitely five, but you know, like <laughs> Melissa and Joe, they'll be together till the yeah. end of time. Um, like Kyle and Mauricio, mm-hmm. Lisa and and Ken. Most definitely. We'll be together. And then you have all these, uh, Eddie and Tamara, probably like 90. Tamara, it's like, you, it's like, like I can't 90, even, I'm like, I don't want to say. 99%. Like, I, I, think I think they'll stay together. Terry and Heather Dubrow. Obviously, yeah. those are more old school, but I think they yeah, actually love each other. I think so. I think they love, love each other per se. But like yeah. Melissa and Joe, like, that's like real that's love. love. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I even feel with Kyle and Mauricio. Yeah, but then you're just like all these other ones. Like in five years, when there's a divorce, including yeah, Dallas. Tim's I don't like, really know if I feel it with anybody. Yeah, like, like a, I personally, I could see Leanne leaving Rich in like two or three years. That's yeah, just me. For being, I come over this. Yeah, taking the dogs with me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like I could see that. I could see. Yeah, I mean, Gina already got a divorce. Like Emily and Shane. Oh, they're right next in line. I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> he gives me I chills. Just, <laughs> I don't even, and like Tinsley and Scott uh, in five years, you're really going to still be together? I don't know. I'll wait and see for that. I'm just, I'm just telling you what, <laughs> what my crystal ball is saying. Well, this is a great segue into updates for Kelly Dodd's wedding. She recently spilled the beans lately that she wants to have Ramona Singer as one of her bridesmaids and Dorinda Medley to officiate the wedding. I need this on both Roni and OC. I needed to see it from both sides. That would be of amazing. the production team. You know, I think Kelly wants nothing more in the world than to be a New York housewife. Who wouldn't? That's Wh- my dream. Who wouldn't? It's my dream too. <laughs> I, nothing would make me happier. Honestly, I don't think it's going to happen for Kelly. No. I don't think she's. You know, but she's another one. I feel like I don't think she's obsessed with fame i think she's obsessed with money that's my that's just my analysis yeah again like what do i know so i think she might like she would move to new york maybe if that's listen rick is not someone told me that somewhere came out that she wants rick to move to the oc like he has a real career here real career i mean granted he's a fox news correspondent like i'll keep my comments to myself on that it's not like (laughs) you're you know like but still, like, that's a major yeah. career. Like, he's not yeah. a nobody. So, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I think she'll, if anything, move here. But I don't know. I don't know, like, the financials. And, I mean, I guess he has a ton of money. That rock is huge. I mean, that rock is crazy. And she yeah. picked it out. She said she was like, yeah, I did a great job because I fucking picked it out. Like, I didn't know oh, she said that. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, what do I know? But, like, I, I don't think Kelly cares about fame. I think she cares about money and that comes to her like through a man so I think yeah. she's thrilled well I also her don't even Tinsley know they are very similar I don't know if they'll even like go down the aisle at this point because he's never met Joe Lee 
And like, how do you That's, get to this point with a man? And how does this man think that he can come into your life and be the stepfather to your young daughter when he's never met her? And they're like, they met on FaceTime. It's like, it's very, very different. <laughs> like, that's how they met? Like, he reached out to her or something? Or like, no, like they like would do FaceTiming. Oh. Like, Kelly would be in OC with Jolie and be like, look, say hi to Rick. Hi, right, Rick. right, right. Like, you know, there's no. Because they met meeting. through Ramona. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> Kelly and Ramona are like, their friendship makes sense to me. They are so similar. I would want to party with them more than any. Anything. I'm going to invite them, like, when I get married, just a bachelorette party, like, just the three of us. No, you I told come. you. I to- <laughs> I'll come to I told you that the night I saw you at Celebrity Housewives oh in Atlantic God. City, was I was so out fun. after Margaret went to bed and Teresa went to bed. I was out with Sonia alone till like, 5 o'clock in the morning. That's who you want to party with. She must Ramona be so would be much great. fun. She is just, I, I can't. I mean, I literally wanted to be dead the next morning, but just drinking the entire night, like the was entire there, night, no stopping, no stopping. Nice. And like we <laughs> were both, uh, I drank like martinis or like vodka on the rocks, and she pretty much does. It was like literally straight vodka. And like the, oh, the next morning, Sonia's like, "Good morning." So I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I like literally was like, I you know, I, I'm not even joking. It was one of the worst days of my life the next day. <laughs> but hanging out with Sonia till 5 a.m. was one of the best experiences. She is just a gift from above. So I think that's one. But yeah, I think parting with like Kelly or Ramona would be amazing. Uh, yeah, I feel like Kelly can really throw down. Kelly can fucking throw down. Have you ever met her? I've met her. I mean, I've, I've met her a bunch of times. I know her less than like a lot of the others. I've certainly never been out partying with her. But, you know, right, like, you look at what happens when she comes to New York. Like, she is doing New York better than the New York girls, most of them. She is out all night, everywhere. Polo bar for dinner. I know. I want to go there. I've never been. Oh, it's amazing. I'm dying to go. It's amazing. It's one of the best, like, one of my favorites. It's literally, we'll go. (laughs) Now I'm like, tonight? It's literally, literally like, the best thing in the entire world. But um, no, Kelly Kelly can throw down. So that's a good one to party with. And Ramona can throw down. But I'm telling you, my money is on Sonia. I think, I think there's nowhere for me to go as far as a night out with a housewife than down. I think Sonia's I mean, my number Sonia, one. I mean, Sonia, I feel like, is the queen party animal. I'm trying to do like a quick run through in my head of... Ramona's up there. Well, Kelly just New York girls else? know how to party. They do. Like Luann, Dor- Dor- like Lou. Like- and Dorinda's, Dorinda has, you know. <laughs> she, yeah. We heard what Bethany oh, said. And, I mean, Tinsley, let me tell oh, you something. Oof. Let me tell you something. And I'm not saying this is a criticism because, I mean, I, I should, I, it takes one to know one. I've never really seen Tinsley out sober, ever. Like, every time I see Tinsley, she's drunk. I mean, I'm probably drunk too, so it's yeah. fine. But, like, Tinsley at BravoCon... All weekend. Well, I don't know if she was sober at all. We were saying on um, the last episode, I was my guest Angelica was saying like that Tinsley like doesn't understand that like Luann is an alcoholic and like shouldn't be drinking right. and how Tinsley was like cheering the fact that Luann could be drinking again and she's like no because Tinsley's an alcoholic so she right. like, can't see that like alcoholism like is real and it's right. like no like when you get arrested and are like on parole for like a year and a half like yes. I mean, prohibition for a year and a half, you need to like take a step back and yes. not like jump right back into like ripping Cabernet totally. at the Regency. Like she should not be drinking. No. <laughs> I mean, listen, selfishly, I I like a drunk Luann, selfishly. Uh, hello. I mean. <laughs> My show's called Happy Hour. I like know. it's exclu- Like I, I promote drinking. <laughs> yeah. Like, but you know, like good for Luann, but yeah, Tins- Tinsley's a fun party girl too. 
She really is. Those are the New York, and that's the thing about like my 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 like Jersey family. They don't drink. Margaret never drinks. Margaret never drinks. Dolores never drinks. Jen drinks on the show. It's kind of changing. Melissa, Melissa's my my Melissa's she fine. Seems fun. She's fine. Yeah. I once at a party. It was filmed for Real Housewives of New Jersey. This new season. I don't know if it's going to be on there. It was like a, it was Margaret's like Macbeth collection. Like that's her business. It's like the twentieth anniversary or something. She had wow. a party. I think twentieth anniversary. It was at Gold Bar, mm. and I, I was drunk. And literally, I was at the bar, and Melissa was next to me at one point. And I said, "I have to tell you." I said, "The reason I love you so much is you're the only girl from Jersey who drinks." And Melissa's probably like, "Oh my god, like you're so drunk." <laughs> So <laughs> Melissa is a fun, she's fine, but the Jersey girls don't drink. Damn. Well, Teresa sometimes throws down. And yeah. I feel like. But not like New York. Oh, God. I mean, get a, the girls in New York on a cash trip in Mexico after that like tequila tasting day where like they, Sonia's like in the pool, like making out like naked, yes. like tits out drinking Ramona the water. Ramona it all. Oh. Yeah. That was like, I don't know. Ramona. I love that I Ramona have, can't swim. It's like one of my favorite plot lines. Ramona is just. I love her and hate her. It's like, I just, I, there's something about Ramona. I, I just love her. I just love her. Well, that actually brings us to the end of today's show. David, where can people find you, follow you, listen to your awesome show? Um, okay, so you can find me at David Yontef, Y-O-N-T-E-F. Um, the podcast is at Out in the Wild Podcast. Uh, it's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. Go to our website. It's, you know, again, like we said, it's not competition for you. It's really less recaps and really just more like I thought I was going to go to bed when I went to Atlantic City. And the next thing I know, I was out drinking with Sonia till 4 a.m. And literally (laughs) all the things Sonia said. And, you know, there you go. There was a lot of confidential (sighs) things. There was a lot of things I could reveal. You know, and also I'm on Cameo. Believe it. Ah. We have to get you on Cameo. Oh my god, who the fuck would want me on? There? My late, my 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 rate is very low. It's ten dollars. Okay, this, but you know what? Book me on Cameo. And like, so I do get like, if you people want like a one on one, like you know, I'll give you a little something private that I know. Oh, like, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so like I give little yeah. tidbits away on Cameo, but I don't really give away on the podcast. There you go, you guys. So, you know, <laughs> just like those are my plugs. It's it's those. Three. Amazing. Well, thank you for coming on. This was amazing. We have Yay. to have you on out in the wild. I would love to. Jess has been on this show, I think, twice at this point. Amazing. So she's awesome. You'll come on. Great. Ours. Hope so. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.